The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. On today's program, we're going to play you some exclusive audio that was recorded at, at AFCON 2010 in Denver back in June. And John, you got to moderate the Search Marketing Roundtable. Uh, how was it? I did. It was, it was actually quite quite engaging. It was fun. I had some great panelists. The The audience was really engaged. Actually, it was one of the better um, sessions that I've spoken at in a long time as far as the audience participation and asking some really great questions. Uh, we covered everything you can think of as far as what what's heading, where, where search in general is heading from from social media to local search to and, and how it applies to both paid and organic. So it was a really fun session. I actually learned a lot myself. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it myself. Did it get... Uh heated at any point um not really heated so much but there was a little bit of you know seo versus ppc kind of stuff going on but that's to be expected when you got both kind of people on the same panel Uh, excellent okay well uh, so without any more delay let's take you back to afcon 2010 denver for a search marketing roundtable discussion john talks with david satella of clicks marketing david ogletree from seo fox jamie smith from engine ready and howard Kopp from moniker Welcome to the session. Um, I think we can get started here. Um, this is the Search Marketing Roundtable. Um, thank you for coming. Um, my name is John Carcutt. I'm with MediaWiz. Um, I've got the pleasure of moderating this panel today. Um, I'd like to thank, before we get started, I want to make sure everybody gets, this is the last session of the day, so I want to make sure everybody thanks Brandy and Darren for putting on such a great show today. It's awesome. Thank all the sponsors. Did a great job of making sure we had a good party last night and everything. Did anybody go to the party last night? Oh, there we go. One. You guys missed out. Trust me. It was good. Um, so we got a great panel. We're going to talk about today really search marketing roundtable, pretty much what's going on in search marketing. What can we look forward to in the future coming up soon? Got an excellent panel of experts. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, starting right here with Jamie. Hello. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready Software. We're based in San Diego, California. I've been on a world tour, it feels like, going from city to city, so a little bit disconnected from reality and my family and trying to keep my marriage together. <laughs> but uh, we're a search marketing agency. We have a, a PPC SEO uh, landing page is becoming a, a pretty big specialty, and we have a software division where we help companies bring it in-house with tracking tools for web analytics, call analytics, and reporting. Hi, my name is David Satella. I'm uh, the owner of a pay-per-click advertising agency called Clicks Marketing. And I do a weekly radio show on Webmaster Radio called PPC Rockstars. And I'm doing the uh, day-long training session tomorrow. Anybody coming to that? Definitely. Come to the training session tomorrow. Sign up. Nice meeting you. (laughs) Hello, my name is David Ogletree. Um, I live in Austin, Texas. Uh, I own a company, a small SEO agency called um, seofox.com. 
Uh, we um, we do a lot of link building and uh, you know general SEO, and we also have a um, link report software that we sell. Good afternoon. My name is Howard Comp. I'm a senior account exec for Moniker.com and Snapnames.com. If you're not familiar with either one, Moniker is one of the top ten registrars in the world for domain names, and Snapnames is one of the top platforms for auctioning of domain names expired and deleting and now have gotten into the private sector for our clients. Excellent. So we got a, we got a wide variety of people. We got PPC, we got SEO, we got domains, which is great because all these different a- aspects of search marketing. I, I, I don't know if I introduced myself. I'm John Carco. Um, I'm the um, director of organic search for MediaWiz. Portions of the industry, and I think they'll have different takes on it. Okay, real quick. How many people here understand what real-time search is? Because there's a few that don't. Can you kind of explain, go into it a little bit for what, what, what real-time search actually is? Twitter. <laughs> so, but how that plays into search engines is a lot of search engines are taking content and publishing it real-time in search results. So it's, it's impacting search results, and, and, and like Jamie said, that's having an impact on the way we do our work in search marketing. So in the PPC world, um, What's been happening over the past six months is an acceleration of what's been happening over the previous three years, which is uh, two things in parallel. One is increasing competition, which has been driving up the cost of a click or conversion, um, along with an increase in the... <laughs> <laughs> He's not getting calls anytime Jamie, soon. Jamie, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was his phone. <laughs> Which is causing, obviously, breakdowns in family members. I can't believe where you just put that. <laughs> I can't believe he's going to put it up to his head later. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, increasing uh, CPCs and at the same time increasing complexity. I mean, the good news is that Google rolls out a new feature every 20 minutes or so. Um, you know, mobile, click-to-call, uh, behavioral targeting, uh, conversion optimization through automated bid management, all these great tools, which, all, uh, which, is, which is fantastic for companies like mine that specialize in the field, but for individuals and companies that try to cover all the bases of online marketing in general, it's getting tougher and tougher to do that. So um, don't look for that to improve at, at any uh, point in the, near, in the near future. All right, David, what's our biggest challenge in 2010? <sighs> The biggest challenge I, I think I've seen lately is the fact that Google search pages are getting crowded. Um, there's so much going on there right now. It used to be pay-per-click and SEO is what you worried about. Now you've got to worry about uh, local results, book results. Um, they added that thing on the left side. Um, there's just so many things coming up, and so now we have to, to figure out which ones we're going to be working with. And so I, do, I have a lot of local clients, and so that's one of the things I've had to learn a lot about lately is you know how to. It used to be you just you know registered something in the middle of the city and you got number one up there. But now there's actually another a whole other SEO that I've had to learn to have, you know to rank on the, the the map results when you do local searches. And so it's just been I think local and the one box search they call that one box when the different things show up and that's that's been a, a really big hurdle and something that we you know we're working hard to get going. Okay. Well, from my point of view in domains, it's of course. Uh, the time that everybody should make sure that they've got their uh, keywords and all their identifying domains locked up so that when people are doing search, of course, they're coming to you directly, and to block your, of course, competitors from doing the same. So you should always be uh, making sure you have all the mistypes 
and any kind of domain that would reflect on your business. All right, excellent. So one of the answers that I look for when I ask that question, to me, the biggest thing that's happened in 2010 that we're going to have to deal with from all sides of this is the Yahoo Bing merger. All right. right. So Yahoo Bing merger, if, if everybody doesn't understand, Yahoo and Bing are basically merging their search services. services. So Yahoo will be showing a version of Bing's natural results, and Bing and Microsoft are going to be managing most of the paid they're splitting it up, some of managing most of the paid search as one unit. So this merger is really going to change the way a lot of things work for us. Um, from the organic side, you know, we're, all, we're used to Google having 65, 70 percent of the market share and they have a couple little pieces. Now we're going to have one group that has 20-something percent. That's enough to start take, paying attention to. So from, say, from the PPC side, okay, let's just start there. How is this merger going to change what you guys are doing? What's the big impact from this merger? Um, in general, people in the PPC world are really happy about it because having to um, deal with three different platforms, three different user interfaces was a problem. It's resource intensive. So cutting that down to two is, is, is good. Um, we're not really happy about the fact that the um, MSN or Microsoft traffic is now diluted by the Yahoo traffic. Uh, Microsoft did a really good job of... Um, I won't go into detail, but the, the quality of the search traffic and its ability to convert. Conversion rates on Ad Center, Microsoft Ad Center, were always higher than Yahoo or Google. So I think we'll see in general that those conversion rates go down when you add the Yahoo and, and MSN or Bing traffic together. But that's okay. I really, I really do like the fact that there, we're, we're down to two interfaces rather than three, mm -hmm. and actually the Ad Center interface is, is better than Yahoo's anyway. Is there anything specific you have to do to prepare for this merger? Because I know it's... Not really. Uh, I think, if anything, it's um, for, for those advertisers that have only been using Google and Yahoo, mm -hmm. um, start, start a Microsoft Ad Center account now. Right. And um, there are easy tools and methods for migrating campaigns from Google or Yahoo to Microsoft Ad Center. Um, write to me, David, at clicksmarketing.com if you want those instructions. Um, so uh, Microsoft and Yahoo and I all suggest that one really important step that can be taken now is open a Microsoft Ad Center account. Right. Start using it. So, so who wants to volunteer to look at this from the organic perspective? Anybody? David, you look like you're trying. My mind just went blank. <laughs> not I. I'm happy about it. I think... Microsoft's done a great job in taking search seriously and, and providing a, a competitive engine. I still obviously default to Google, but their results are relevant, much better than, than Yahoo in, in some cases. Um, and it should improve usability and, and maybe even allow them to gain more market share from an organic standpoint. Well, what's your opinions on whether or not there's going to be different algorithms? Because so some people think, oh, we just have to work with one algorithm now. But in truth, Yahoo's going to be tweaking. It's still going to be different. But how different do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be worth trying to figure out how to deal with each individual version? Or is it going to be unique enough or similar enough, I should say, that we just have to worry about it as one unit? Well, I, I think it's still, I mean, as an SEO today, we, we generally focus everything on Google. And, and because it's such a huge percentage, you know, even though it might be 70 or 80% of the traffic, um, I never would put a whole lot of effort into to Bing because it is such a such a slow a low amount of traffic. But you know now obviously we're going to have to you know be focusing a little bit more because I mean that thirty percent or whatever that's that's a pretty good chunk now. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, it's time for a break, and when we come back, we're going to continue more of this discussion. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Search for solutions Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's more of the Search Marketing Roundtable discussion from AFCON 2010 with my co-host, John Carcutt. How many of you just do SEO? No PPC. You just do search marketing or search engine optimization for your... How many of you just do PPC? All right. How many do both? Bigger percentage, definitely. Good. So, so we got one more perspective on here. I know for Bing, domains, to me, keywords and domain are more important on Bing than they are on any other engine. So how is that going to, how, how do you well, think the merger is going to impact that? Well, it, it just goes back to the fact that everyone needs to make sure that they have all their bases covered when it comes to their domain names, their keywords, and any other related names. They have to make sure they have them covered. If not, their competition is going to, and that will affect in the search. All right. So I, I happen to, to know fairly, fairly confidently that the organic side of this merger will be done by the end of August, and the PPC side will be done a little bit later than that. So if you're not planning for this merger, start reading, start planning today, definitely. It's going to impact you one way or the other. Yeah, we can take questions. I don't know if I have a microphone to take back to you, though. That's okay. Just scream. Yeah. Um, as far as you guys know, the Google search engine that you Driving 
so, so make sure I got the question is, is, is Yahoo going to stay the same as far as look and feel? And it's just going to be back in changes as far as being in the Yahoo merger. My understanding is that is, is the fact. It should look and feel the same as it is um, now. Just the, the changes will be in the back end. Does anybody agree or disagree? Well, well, there actually is a precedent to this. I mean, back in, I think, 2002 or 2003, you, you know, Google used to um, – power the results for Yahoo. So I, I imagine it's going to be fairly similar. You know, they, they would, there were actually were some slight differences, but they were pretty slight back then. So, so, so basically, the, the the question is, he's worried about, and this is mainly for the people on the radio show because I doubt they could hear you through the recording. He's worried worried about that he's doing really well in Yahoo. When the merger happens, you know, we had talked a bit about conversions are going to be dropping from the Bing side. You know, really good version. What's going to happen to his traffic? Is he going to keep that really good rank as he has? Um, comments from the panel. Um, let me qualify what I said before about the the different conversion rate characteristics of the combined audiences. Uh, I'd be really surprised if the um, blended conversion rate is not higher than it is, uh, is not higher six months into the relationship than it is now. Yeah, because I, I, I think that's what, what's going to happen is that the Microsoft algorithms for matching ads to search queries will, will dominate or will be used instead of the Yahoo algorithms and that that will hopefully increase the quality of the of the combined inventory. That's right. Yeah, it, it, uh, put it another way, you know, if I had to if I had to take a wild guess would be, you know, if the that the volume of clicks will not go down that the CPCs will stay about the same and that the uh, combined conversion rate will be lower than what we're getting from Microsoft now, but it'll be much higher than we're getting from Yahoo alone right now. That's, that's my guess. So how, I, I think it's good news. How many of you use Yahoo as your main search engine? It's okay. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> so, so for the radio listeners at home, that was zero hands. Anyone use Bing now? Yeah, for well, travel at least. There was a few Two hands. A couple. Yeah. And, and everyone else is Google? Dang okay, well, when, your question in terms of how this is going to affect my strategy moving forward, it's still about your demographics. Who are you marketing to? And there's different users that use Bing uh, versus Yahoo, you know, typically females and, and those kinds of demographics. So uh, that, that audience that still uses Yahoo as a search where you were getting a lot of your organic traffic, that's still going to be there. Um, people are pretty loyal to their default search engine, believe it or not, even though Microsoft spends millions advertising to us on TV. I still know people use AltaVista, so. But, yeah, you know, another, 
I'm sorry. I was going to say to answer his question specifically, I mean, if your entire business is based on traffic from Yahoo, there's a very good chance there will be a negative effect because it, if you're not ranking at all in Bing, that's probably what's going to end up being in Yahoo. And it, will be, it will be interesting when they do the merger because um, SMX advanced, um, a month, was it last month? Um, Bing MSN did a preview of their new webmaster tools. Um, what's, it, what's it called for them? Um, Basically, it's their webmaster tools. They're totally revamping it. A lot of the features that we see in Google's version, some stuff we don't have in Google's version. I'm curious to see whether you're going to get to see information from Bing and Yahoo within that one webmaster tools interface. I don't know if anybody's heard. I haven't heard yet, but that could be very valuable to, to, to compare the two networks. It's all still speculation at this point. We don't really know some of the Yeah, we won't know until it happens. Okay, it's time for a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue more of this discussion. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. This is a test of the PRWeb content and news delivery system from PRWeb and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PRWeb can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. (coughs) Wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's more of the Search Marketing Roundtable discussion from AFCON 2010 with my co-host, John Carcutt. All right, let's, let's move on. Oh, we got a question again real quick. Do 
Well, the, the resale market right now is is picking up immensely. As far as uh, the average price point, I believe the average price point is about two thousand dollars per two thousand dollars per domain would be a good average price across the board. But yet we're seeing name selling in the millions of dollars, multi millions of dollars. I think the trend is that uh, domain value is there. It's a matter of the name and how you use it. So you have to be very careful uh, in buying a name and what you do with it. The aftermarket is wide open. Well, we saw last year the price points did drop, but th this year alone we've seen them rise. We've seen them come back to where they were comparable to about two years ago. So we're seeing a, an increase in the value right now. So to sum this up, the, the main question was, what is the, the, the market for domains price-wise? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? And it looks like it's following the economy. When we had a hit, domains prices dropped. We're starting to recover, and so are domain prices. It, I think you're absolutely correct. It, it's going to uh, reflect the market that's out there right now. And, of course, we know the economy takes a toll on everyone. And I think that's just something that goes along with domains also. Okay. Now another question over here. Okay, so the question basically for everybody is organic search is becoming um, infused with lots of different types of results. We've got local search results, we've got news results, we've got everything. And the question is how does that impact organic as a whole? Is organic losing its relevancy in favor of some of these other types of search results we're finding in, in results? Yeah. Anyone? We release an annual study on PPC versus SEO. It's picked up by the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. and. It's interesting to see the trends there in terms of con we, we measure conversion rates, average order value, time on site, and, and basically five metrics. Um, but in terms of the, what, what you're describing to me is, is visibility. We break our search marketing into four components. We used to be calling it the three C's, the creative, the continuity, and conversion. Then you add above that visibility. And visibility for organic rankings is getting pushed down. There are more sponsored listings above. And has anyone used product extensions? where you can upload your product feed and there's a little plus sign next to your paid AdWords listing and you expand that and that can, if there's all three, top three are using product extensions, the number one organic listing can sometimes get pushed below the fold. So visibility for organic search marketing is definitely getting squeezed with, with local search and paid search being, that's how they make money. I mean, of course they're going to do that, but yeah, you have to factor that into your strategy to take paid search a little more seriously. Uh, your organic rankings are getting diluted. 
So, so tied into that is Google recently launched, launched a new interface. Where you don't have a bar on the left-hand side that allows you to, to filter your results from Google. How does that impact it? Anybody? No? I haven't actually done any studies on that yet. All right. So from my perspective, it does have an impact because we're seeing less less specific click-through in organic because now there's more options on the right. There's more options. Overall, the whole search results page, there's more options. So you're going to see a, a slight reduction, or in some cases not even slight, in people clicking through in those organic results when they have so many other choices. They can filter down. Right? I do, I do find that, you know, with the map results, if you're number one in the map results, uh, those tend to, they do steal from the SEO, even though you're number one in the SEO. I've definitely seen that. All right. So let, let's talk about search kind of in a bigger picture. When you think about search, you think about it's people going online to find something, anything. More and more people are not using search engines to do that. They're using social sites. I think more people look for news on Twitter than anywhere else. So in the big picture of search overall outside of the engines, how is social impacting how we find things online? Well, one of the things I had, I had mentioned to you earlier was that um, Google is now starting to be <clears throat> a place to send people to other search engines. You know, there's like a, a middleman now. You go to eBay to go find out the price of something or get some information. I mean, I use eBay as a search engine sometimes just because I want to know something about a particular car or, or something else. Or I go to search twitter.com when I want to, like, uh, there was a Cowboys game left that long ago where I couldn't, I didn't have any access to it except for Twitter. So I just kept searching for Cowboys and I could see what people were talking about. I knew what happened in the game. You know, it's just, it's just amazing all the different places that people are going to, and we've got to uh, expand. You know, what, you know, don't just be number one in Google. Now you have to go and make sure that, you know, you're Twittering about your subjects and, and make sure that, you know, that you show up in the niches, find out what search engines people are searching for in your particular niche and make sure you're there as well. How many of you have social marketing or social media as part of your strategy? How many of you have proven in your analytics or in your financial reports that it's monetized, it's, it's actually driving profit or sales? Yeah? You're confident? What's your, what, are you B2C or B2B business? Uh-huh. Anyone else has, has found it... it Drive more traffic? Yep. And, and all the way to conversions or just more traffic? Right. Anyone else? So what about social on the paid side? Because you know, there's sponsored tweets, Facebook selling advertising, MySpace advertising, YouTube advertising. There's advertising opportunities on the paid side and all this social too. How, how are you leveraging that? I, I love, um, we'll call it uh, social media PPC advertising. Um, because if you think about it, the targeting capabilities of uh, like a Facebook or a LinkedIn or a Yelp uh, are superior even to search paid advertising. In, in what the advertiser knows or can infer about the person visiting the site. So can you go into detail a little bit? So sure. What are you talking about? So, for example, if someone does a search on uh, a generic term like uh, red sneakers on Google, 
All we know is that they're interested in red sneakers. We don't know anything about their intent. We don't know anything about their demographic profile. We don't know whether, whether to land them on a page to sell, sell them sneakers right away or ease them into the sales process. Whereas with Facebook, we can target um, individual um, demographic slices. We can target uh, different interest categories. We can target people by favorite book, favorite movie, uh, favorite uh, um, off-hours pastime. Uh, sexuality, anything we want, and we can tailor the the advertising message to that to that individual, so that um, we get we get a double benefit. One is that we get higher response rates to the ads because the ad speaks more more clearly to the individual, and we get higher conversion rates because we land them on a page that's tailored for that population as well. Right. Are there any statistics right now talking about how? Budgets are being reallocated from like straight PPC to what you're calling social media PPC. I haven't seen any statistics, but I'd be really surprised if there's been a a, a big shift away from search to social media PPC. Right. Um, my my instinct says that um, the investments in social media PPC are still tentative tests more than they are you know wholesale shifts of budget. Right. And, and I know at our company, we've done some of that as well. And we've had some successes and some failures. It happens both ways. But I think right now, to your point, there's not a lot of people doing it. It's a big opportunity. Totally. People that are getting into it and learn it right now are going to be way ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. But here's the mistake that I see a lot of businesses make and, or individuals is, all right, let's take on this social marketing. I'm going to go open up my Facebook account. I'm going to open up my Twitter account. I'm going to start tweeting. <laughs> Before you start... Listen, go follow some people and what are they talking about? What is important to your demographic or your target market? What are they talking about? And start to contribute based upon a need, not just what you want to talk about. And you can have much better results if you do a little bit of listening first, build a little bit of strategy. It looks like the, most of the topics in my business are related to these products or services or this question, let's contribute and try to answer that for our, for our customers, and you'll have typically better success. So, so to that point, we, he asked, we asked the question a minute ago, how many people are using social media in their strategies right now? Had some hands up. How many people are not but are really thinking hard about doing it in the short term? How many people want to get into social media but are not? So that's good. There's five or six hands. The, the advice that Jamie just gave is perfect. You have to go in. You have to be involved in that community. You have to be a valuable member of those communities before they allow you to sell to them. So really... Take, take that to heat. It's also a good idea to study your competitors and other people in other industries and see what they're doing, if they're being successful at it. Are they growing? Are they growing? Are they getting more people? Are they? Do they seem to be getting business from it? I mean, and also once you get it going, start testing. Don't just just do it and hope it does fine. Test it. Find out if it's really working and make changes. We're going to stop the discussion here because we're out of time. But stay tuned for part two of this discussion on a future episode. So on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, we'd like to say thanks for coming. And uh, Twitter, our, my Twitter ID is Ross Dunn. And John? Um, at John Carcutt, as always. All right. So you can ask us questions anytime. Please feel free. We'd love to air your questions on the air and, 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 and talk, talk, talk. So thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Remember, it's every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. So to, hope you tune in next week. Pick us up on iTunes, too, if you get the time. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkins treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice signature latte, and our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.